Hi guys, welcome to Savvy's Tech Show. I am your host, Savvy Tech Girl. Uh, for those of you who know me, I have been doing YouTube videos and live shows for over a year now. Uh, thank you for everybody that follows me and thank you for everybody that sends questions. Um, it's what keeps us going. So I've decided to branch out a little bit into podcasting and this is just going to give people the opportunity. Uh, if you don't have time to watch the videos, then you can just listen to my podcast. So this is something I'm going to try and do every week. Um, this show only gets better with input from everybody that listens. Please send me any requests that you may have, SavvyTechGirl at gmail.com, and uh, we'll be sure to discuss them and get them on the show. So today I'm going to start out by talking a little bit about Kodi add-ons. Obviously, for anybody that watches my YouTube, you know that I am a big Kodi um, supporter, and I'm there to help people with how to install Kodi, um, whether you're using OpenELEC, whether you're using LibreELEC, whether you're on an Android system, um, I'm there to help you out and sort of guide you through all the steps. So I'm in no way affiliated with Kodi. Kodi is an open source media center um, that allows you to even set up your home network where you are able to stream your movies that you have. Maybe you've put them on your hard drives. Uh, you can stream your music through different devices. So it's a really handy media center. Uh, obviously, over the years, we know that um, third-party add-ons have sort of taken off. And I'm just going to go through a quick review of the top add-ons that are out there right now. Another thing my show is going to do is um, I'm going to concentrate on the Raspberry Pi. Which again, if you watch my shows, you know that I'm a big supporter of the Raspberry Pi. And what is a Raspberry Pi? Raspberry Pis are microcomputers. Um, they are very powerful. And in most cases, you're looking at a device that has four USB ports on it. You have an Ethernet port. You've got built-in Bluetooth. Uh, you've got built-in Ethernet. Um, all these things are... You know, low cost, you're probably looking at about Canadian dollars, $40, $50, um, if not less, to get a board. So uh, what I want to try and concentrate on is how we can use this Raspberry Pi um, to help small businesses. So as a small business owner myself, um, there's a lot of things that you can't afford. Um, there's a lot of these big applications, maybe um, database servers, um, internet situations where... Uh, you don't have the thousands of dollars to input. So I'm also going to concentrate on um, in my weekly shows going through and showing you and helping you on how you can create networks, uh, set up networks using Raspberry Pis, wide area networking, you can do intraneting, things like that. So anyways, guys, let's get going here. Let's talk a little bit about the add-ons that are currently um, featured top for We'll do February 2017. Uh, so I'm sure you guys know about Exodus. If you don't know about Exodus, it is a fantastic third-party add-on um, that has been out for many years. It has recently been take o taken over. Um, and the on March the 3rd, there was an update sent out, and it was the first non-Lambda version of Exodus. Uh, to be released. So what exactly does that mean? Well, back a few weeks, uh, the developer of Exodus decided that he was no longer doing it. Uh, and you guys need to understand that there is many, many hours put into the development of these add-ons. 
Um, these are free add-ons, free to download, free to use, and the hours, the endless hours of programming that goes on in behind. Um, there are some times where people just decide that they have had enough and um, they're going to maybe back down in the community a little bit. So kudos to uh, previous developer for getting this thing going and kudos to um, the new creator that has taken this over. Um, it, Like I said, it's a fantastic add-on. A lot of people ask me, I'll get messages through saying I was previously using a third-party add-on, uh, it was working great three days ago, and then all of a sudden it's no longer working. So what you need to remember, guys, is that these add-ons change on a very regular basis. Uh, not only does the release of Kodi change, so we're currently, the latest released non-beta version is Kodi 17, which is Krypton. Um, and you're going to find that if you have not upgraded and you're still running a previous version as in 16, that you may find some of your add-ons are no longer working and that's exactly why. Uh, what you're going to need to do is go into your system settings and do some updates and see if that update actually helps. So the Exodus Kodi version right now is 3.1.0. Um, and it went through and did quite a few updates. It, it updated existing providers. It had added new providers. Um, it fixed certain providers. It added French providers. It's uh, tweaked the view option. So it's done quite a few things. Um, and they have made some changes since the new release. So again, like I said, it's the first non-Lambda version of Exodus, Exodus that has been released. And it's actually being maintained by TV add-on developers. So we all know um, in the Kodi community, and if you're new to it, that TV add-ons are a um, big developer. They're a large developer within the community. Um, and so they have stepped up and they have taken on the Exodus project um, to keep it up to date, which I think is fantastic. So that's the first one that's on the list um, that I'm going to say is still one of the top third-party add-ons that are out there. And if you need to install Exodus... Uh, you can follow my instructions that I have a YouTube video for. Um, the other thing that you can do is um, the URL that you're going to need is http colon forward slash forward slash fusion .tv -add .ag. Um, So that is the URL you're actually going to use and from there you can install the Exodus repository. So I'll be sure to get a YouTube video up for you um, on how to do that. And let's go on to the next one. So we also have Specto. Um, that is a fork. So a fork is basically a duplicate, a copy of another add-on. And that is actually a fork of uh, what used to be Genesis. So Genesis was a couple of years back one of the big names that everybody recognized in the Kodi community. Um, and Specto has carried on. So although the Genesis add-on is abandoned, the uh, Specto has kept going. Um, it's a lot, look and feel is a lot like Exodus. You may find some shows um, that are in Specto that are not in Exodus and vice versa. 
Uh, if you can use the one add-on, you can definitely use the other. They're very simple to use. You've got search functions in there. Um, you can search for old shows, newer shows. Um, so yeah, very easy to use. Uh, what else do we have here? I'm going to talk about Smooth Streams. So it's Smooth Streams is actually subscription-based IPTV. If anybody um, isn't aware of what subscription-based is, I actually um, am a supporter of Team Expat. Um, so although Team Expat have not made the top list um, online, they are a fantastic IPTV service as well. Um, you can get 1080i and 720p streams. Um, they are, again, like I said, it's a paid subscription, so you're still, for the amount of money you're paying, even if you said it was $10 a month, um, it's ridiculously cheap for everything you get. But you guys need to realize, I'm um, just keeping the back of your mind, that when you are using IPTV services, um, they're not always going to be 100% and anybody that is subscribing for a service uh, like that needs to understand uh, the concept of it. Um, for the most part, I'm going to absolutely um, back Team Expat and say that their streams are well in the 90% for um, availability and reliability, absolutely. Um, but going back to the smooth streams, so this is something that has hit the top 10 list um, online. And uh, you can get free trials. Uh, Team Expat also do do a trial as well. And it's something that I think that everybody should sort of check out. And uh, then, you know what, you get HD sporting events and you get HD um, TV shows and things like that. So again, IPTV, you can uh, either go with Team Expat or that the uh, Smooth Streams, which actually hit the top 10 list online. Um, check them out. So teamexpat.ninja is the website that you can go to. And uh, yeah, you can get lots of information there. I have had them on my show. I will be having them back on my YouTube show shortly. Um, and I do help them with their online videos for simple clients um, and things like that. So again, guys, if you have any questions at all, please let me know. Um, another add-on for sports. I find a lot of people that are into Cody um, and into Libra Lec, um, all the online streaming, are very sports-orientated. Uh, you know what? They're the NFL, the NHL fans. Um, they want the videos. They want to watch the games. That's what the main purpose is. A lot of people really don't want to get away from maybe using an HD antenna, that type of thing, um, because of the fact that they don't want to lose their sports. So there is actually a sports, uh, a pro sport add-on, and you can, what it does is actually goes out and um, gets you live NBA, NHL, NFL links. They also have archive sections, so you can also watch replays of previous matches as well. Uh, just like me yesterday, decided that I was going to watch NASCAR. It was 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I was watching a European station. I wasn't thinking about it. And they said that it was airing at 7.30 p.m. So, not thinking, off I go and I do some work. I'm building an intranet site, working on that. Sit down to watch TV at 7.30. There's no NASCAR on. 
At that point, my brain triggered and realized there was a five-hour time difference, and if I had just kept watching TV for another 30 minutes, I would have been able to watch the NASCAR race. So, my stupidity, uh, but when you are using IPTV services and you're using online stuff, you got to remember that there's time changes that take effect. Um, so, when you're watching a show from another country and a time comes up, remember you've got to convert that to your own time. Okay, so we also have Phoenix. Phoenix is an add-on that has been around for many years. It's very reliable. It has tons of HD content. It's got international sections. It's got live sports. Uh, it's got live TV. It's got just a regular sports area. So um, it's a great add-on. And like I said, it has been around for a long time. It's well-maintained. So uh, kudos again to the developers for maintaining such a stable add-on. Um, I find it's always a go-to for people. Uh, it's got a kids section, there's entertainment, there's events, um, there's, you know, TV show, there's radio, there's news. So it really summarizes things for you and it's um, a very good starting point. I would say that definitely if you're new to Cody, any of these um, add-ons that I have mentioned, so Phoenix, Exodus, Specto, um, they're the easy ones to start with. I don't think you'll get frustrated. A lot of people do get frustrated when they switch over to um, a different type of, you know, a different way of viewing something, of watching something. Um, I'm going to relate it to you switch from a PC to a Mac, right? Things are different and you need to learn. Um, you need to take your time with it. So for any newbies out there, uh, those are your top ones to go to. Um, right off the bat, if you're a newbie, you may want to um, look at IPTV. Uh, IPTV does give you um, a lot less frustration. You know that the links are going to work. Um, you know what, over 90% of the time the links are going to work. Uh, very easy point and click. But it's also really nice to be able to just go back and watch shows from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, archive shows, things like that. And that's where these third-party add-ons are fantastic. Um, and again, I'm going to say kudos to the people that have kept these uh, going, um, updating their repositories. It's uh, what people need, and um, I'm, I am personally thankful for everybody. I appreciate the work that they do. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understand what goes on behind the scenes, but... Um, absolutely kudos to everyone. So the next one I'm going to talk about is UK Turks playlist. Um, this add-on offers playlists from the UK and non-UK shows, movies, cartoons, uh, some live TV, and has a stand-up comedy section. A lot of people find, uh, especially Canadians, I am Canadian, um, born in the UK but lived in Canada um, all my life now, apart from six years that I lived in the UK. Uh, it's very easy to find British content. It's very easy to find UK and um, USA coverage. It's really difficult to find Canadian coverage. Um, I'm going to suggest that anybody that is in Canada that there's uh, the IPTV services that you can subscribe for. They do have um, a lot of them have good Canadian services. Team Expat has a great Canadian um, section in there. Um, but as a backup, an HD antenna. I mean, if you're into, if you're near a city, um, or in our situation, we're not in a huge city, but we're near Lake Ontario, and if you get a clear view to the lake, 
um, you can really pick up the signals from tens of miles away and using an HD antenna I'm getting around 30 to 40 stations um, on my HD TV so if you guys do need a backup and you're thinking about what well, you know what am I gonna do if I'm only gonna rely on um, streaming TV the HD antenna is absolutely a great backup uh, one of the things that I really want to stress is if you're streaming television you need to have a great package on your internet you're simply um, really easily gonna climb up to that sort of 25 gig area um, your speeds you know what 15 meg is a good number um, I know with the services around here you can get 515 or 550 or 25 um, you know what you really need to look at the number of the devices that are in your house uh, how many people are going to be using your Wi-Fi at the same time you're always better off if you can hardwire into your modem uh, for any type of streaming because in Wi-Fi there's always that chance that you're gonna drop some information it's gonna have to reload again and you really need to look at those devices that are on your system so if you have you know your yourself alone if you have a, a smartphone and you have a smart tablet and you've got a couple of laptops maybe now you've got a media box that's streaming um, somebody else in your family has the same thing they've got a smartphone they come in they you know what the, you need to really look at the, the total number of devices that are going to end up on your system and how you're going to share that data out uh, so again if you're hardwired into your device into your modem and, or into your router you're going to get a lot better signal um, than if you're going to be relying on Wi-Fi so whenever anybody comes to me and says you know what I'm having streaming problems uh, things keep dropping that's the first thing I'm gonna say to you are you hardwired in or are you using uh, Wi-Fi and I don't know if you've ever tried it but if you take your phone or your smart device you go on Wi-Fi and you stand behind the beside the microwave and turn it on your signals gone um, there's so many factors that come into play when you're talking Wi-Fi that um, you really need to sort of look at all those devices but you you should make sure that you have a great data plan um, if you have unlimited internet that is fantastic because then you don't have to worry about going over um, and I think that the more people use devices like this whether you're using Netflix whether you're using Hulu whether you're using Kodi add-ons um, third-party add-ons they're all things that um, require that connection and require that streaming um, so I think over time that uh, people are going to definitely upgrade their services now I don't know if you guys have tried this but if you have a current subscription uh, with your ISP your internet service provider um, there's many times I call them and just explain to them that you know what I think the price is too much and all of a sudden they have a better package that's out there for you that maybe can save you $10 a month or $20 a month. Um, they never tell you about these packages. You always have to call them and find out about them. But it's always a good, you know what, you can't lose anything out by doing that. Um, so it's a, it's a good phone call to make if you've got the 30 minutes probably to sit on the phone and wait for them to get you some answers. 
All right, and um, lastly, let's look at one that is called Zen. Actually, I think I'll put two more in here. So we've got Zen, which is, uh, it's a fork of Exodus. So again, it's going to have the sort of look and feel. It does include HD content for many um, popular TV shows. And there is regular um, standard definition content too, um, if you're looking at sort of less popular shows and things. And then the last one I want to talk about is Made in Canada IPTV. So it is an add-on dedicated to English and French-speaking Canadian channels. Um, and there is a decent selection of channels that um, I say it's sort of worth taking a look at. The only thing is, guys, is you got to remember that some of these streams are not going to be um, up and running all the time. Um, so just take that into account that, um, you know what, you you may get no stream available at some point, but if you are Canadian and you are looking for um, a selection of English and French-speaking Canadian channels, check out the Made in Canada IPTV. All right, so I think that sort of covers um, a lot of the top add-ons that are out there right now. A lot of the um, easy-to-use, very basics, uh, and for people that are first starting out, like I said, if you don't really know what you're doing, you're basically um, going to get your Cody box, maybe somebody, it's nice if somebody sort of sets it up for you and walks you through it, um, and then you can start adding third-party add-ons. There's add-ons for music, there's add-ons um, for podcasts, there's so many different things. There's add-ons where you can network your um, home system together and there's games. Um, I did a great interview um, two weeks ago with the developers of um, the Kodi Retro Media Center, um, Retro X and Retromania and they have a fantastic build. Um, theirs isn't just all about gaming but there is a lot of gaming side to it too so you know what there there's so many endless opportunities um, for what you can do with it. Now that sort of brings me to my next topic, uh, which I want to talk about, which is the Raspberry Pi. So the Raspberry Pi 3 is the one that I am currently using. And um, I, this is what I use for my Kodi boxes, for my Open Elect. So I take a Kodi... Um, Sorry, I take a Raspberry Pi 3 board, which is a simple board. You've got a one gig processor in it. Um, you put a micro SD card in, let's say 16 gig, 32 gig. Um, you can even put an 8 gig on in it. And uh, you install your software. So you can install OpenELEC. And again, guys, I have videos for all of this on my YouTube channel. Um, it's a lot easier to watch the videos on installations than to talk about it. Um, but it allows you to build a solution for yourself that you can use at home. You don't have to spend a lot of money on it. And that device is enough for anything you would need to do on Kodi. Sometimes you're going to be putting builds on there. Uh, a lot of people say to me, what is a build? So all a build is, is somebody has been nice enough to take the time to develop a really nice, um, sleek looking Set, uh, system for you. So it's all preset with add-ons. All the add-ons are in there. Um, all you really need to do is go in and click on set up your Wi-Fi connection 
and you're ready to go. So you've got music sections, movie sections, TV sections, um, but any of the builds that I've ever used and have loaded onto my Raspberry Pi 3 have worked amazing. They've worked fantastically. So, um, you know what, a very low cost microcomputer can do a lot of things for you. And that is one of the things that you can take. You can sort of, you know, a two hour project maybe if you've never done it before, load open a lack into it. Um, people have been asking me questions with open a lack. When will Cody 17 be available? Currently, we're still running the previous version, 16.1. Um, I haven't seen any updates for OpenELEC to be running 17 yet. Um, 17 is still fairly new. It's just a couple of months. But I would think very shortly you are going to see um, 17 come out. And uh, then you'll be able to load the new version of OpenELEC on your Raspberry Pi. Um, so that's a, a simple project, um, one of the very um, get sort of get started projects with a Raspberry Pi. The steps are simple, there isn't many steps to it, and you can set up your own device and you can be up and running. So again, check out my YouTube videos uh, for Raspberry Pis and how to load OpenELEC and Kodi onto your system and get you up and running. And what else can you use a Raspberry Pi for? Opportunities, honestly, guys, are endless. And that's why in the shows that I'm going to do, um, I really want to focus on how, how to help small businesses um, utilize some of these lower end costs for a higher end solution. Um, there's so many things out there that you, small businesses don't have those opportunities to grab a hold of because of the price associated with it. I mean, you look at a lot of software packages that, that are out there, and you may only have 10 employees, you may have 2,000 clients, customers, and a lot of the software packages that are developed out there are charged per customer. So when you start doing 50 cents to a dollar per customer per month or per event, that type of thing, the prices really do add up. And um, you know what, I want to share my ideas, I want to share what you can do, um, how you can take a lower end microcomputer and utilize it for um, systems for databases and that type of thing. You can take Raspberry Pi and you can run Windows 10 um, IoT version on it. So it's not that you're only able to run Linux and it's going to be a system that you don't understand and you don't know how to use it. It's catered for um, beginners to advanced users and really in the show I'm going to talk Kodi and I'm also going to be talking Raspberry Pi. So um, it's I think it should turn into a great podcast and like I said I think that um, this shows only as good as the feedback that I get from my listeners. I appreciate all of your emails. Um, I appreciate all of the messages and the emails I get currently from my YouTube channel. Um, I probably spend, you know, I get between 50 and 100 emails a day, and I do take the time to go through them. Sometimes it takes me a few days to get back to people, um, but I do promise that I will get back to you and I will help you with your problems um, and find solutions 
And that's how we make this world a better place. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to my very first podcast. I hope this helped you a little bit. If you're a basic Kodi user and you're just getting started, um, this should get your feet running. You're on the ground now. And with one of those add-ons that I mentioned, I think that you will be enjoying many hours of TV viewing. Um, please, guys, if you do have any questions at all, send me an email, SavvyTechGirl at gmail.com, and you can drop me a direct message on Twitter at SavvyTechGirl. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash SavvyTechGirl, and you can get me on YouTube. So I really appreciate you guys watching, or sorry, listening. I've got to get used to this um, iPod, iPod. It's not an iPod. I have to get used to my podcasting. So thank you so much, guys, and I will be back next week.